Exodus 32 through Exodus 33. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people assembled around Aaron and said to him, Come, make us a God who will go before us. For this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what happened to him. Aaron said to them, Tear off the gold rings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people tore off the gold rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. Then he took the gold from their hands and fashioned it with an engraving tool and made it into a cast metal calf. And they said, This is your God, Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Now when Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of it, and Aaron made a proclamation, and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. So the next day they got up early, and offered burnt offerings, and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and drink, and got up to engage in lewd behavior. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Go down at once, for your people, whom you brought up from the land of Egypt, have behaved corruptly. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a cast metal calf, and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it, and said, This is your God, Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, they are an obstinate people. So now leave me alone, that my anger may burn against them, and that I may destroy them, and I will make of you a great nation. Then Moses pleaded with the Lord his God, and said, Lord, why does your anger burn against your people, whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, With evil motives he brought them out, to kill them on the mountains, and to destroy them from the face of the earth? Turn your burning anger and relent of doing harm to your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by yourself, and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens, and all this land of which I have spoken I will give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented of the harm which he said he would do to his people. Then Moses turned and went from the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, tablets which were written on both sides. They were written on one side and the other. The tablets were God's work, and the writing was God's writing engraved on the tablets. Now when Joshua heard the sound of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is a sound of war in the camp. But he said, It is not the sound of the cry of victory, nor is it the sound of the cry of defeat but I hear the sound of singing. And it came about, as soon as Moses approached the camp, that he saw the calf and the people dancing, and Moses' anger burned, and he threw the tablets from his hands and shattered them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. Then he took the calf which they had made and completely burned it with fire, ground it to powder, 
and scattered it over the surface of the water, and made the sons of Israel drink it. Then Moses said to Aaron, What did this people do to you, that you have brought such a great sin upon them? And Aaron said, Do not let the anger of my Lord burn. You know the people yourself, that they are prone to evil. For they said to me, Make a God for us who will go before us. For this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what happened to him. So I said to them, Whoever has any gold, let them tear it off. Then they gave it to me, and I threw it in the fire, and out came this calf. Now when Moses saw that the people were out of control, for Aaron had let them get out of control, to the point of being an object of ridicule among their enemies, Moses then stood at the gate of the camp, and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered together to him. And he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Every man of you put his sword on his thigh, and go back and forth from gate to gate in the camp, and kill every man his brother, and every man his friend, and every man his neighbor. So the sons of Levi did as Moses instructed. About three thousand men of the people fell that day. Then Moses said, Dedicate yourselves to the Lord, for every man has been against his son and against his brother, in order that he may bestow a blessing upon you today. And on the next day Moses said to the people, You yourselves have committed a great sin, and now I am going up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, this people has committed a great sin, and they have made a god of gold for themselves. But now, if you will forgive their sin, very well. But if not, please wipe me out from your book which you have written. However, the Lord said to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will wipe him out of my book. But go now, lead the people where I told you. Behold, my angel shall go before you. Nevertheless, on the day when I punish, I will punish them for their sin. Then the Lord struck the people with a plague, because of what they did with the calf which Aaron had made. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Depart, go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought up from the land of Egypt, to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, To your descendants I will give it. And I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in your midst, because you are an obstinate people, and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard this sad word, they went into mourning, and none of them put on his jewelry. For the Lord said to Moses, Say to the sons of Israel, You are an obstinate people. If I were to go up in your midst for just one moment, I would destroy you. So now, take off your jewelry, that I may know what I shall do to you. So the sons of Israel stripped themselves of their jewelry, from Mount Horeb onward. Now, Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, a good distance from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. 
and everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting which was outside the camp. And it came about, whenever Moses went out to the tent, that all the people would arise and stand, each at the entrance of his tent, and gaze after Moses until he entered the tent. Whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. When all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would stand and worship, each at the entrance of his tent. So the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses returned to the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Moreover, you have said, I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now then, if I have found favor in your sight in any way, please let me know your ways, so that I may know you, in order that I may find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. For how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not by your going with us, so that we, I and your people, may be distinguished from all the other people who are on the face of the earth? The Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing of which you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I have known you by name. Then Moses said, Please, show me your glory. And he said, I myself will make all my goodness pass before you, and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show compassion to whom I will show compassion. He further said, you cannot see my face, for mankind shall not see me and live. Then the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and you shall stand there on the rock, and it will come about, while my glory is passing by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Mark 14 Now the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread were two days away, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to arrest him covertly and kill him. For they were saying, Not during the festival, otherwise there will be a riot of the people. While he was in Bethany, at the home of Simon the leper, he was reclining at the table. And a woman came with an alabaster vial of very expensive perfume of pure nard. She broke the vial and poured the perfume over his head. But there were some indignantly remarking to one another, Why has this perfume been wasted? For this perfume could have been sold for over three hundred denarii, and the money given to the poor. And they were scolding her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She has done a good deed for me. 
for you always have the poor with you. And whenever you want, you can do good to them. But you do not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for the burial. Truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is preached in the entire world, what this woman has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went off to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. They were delighted when they heard this, and promised to give him money, and he began seeking how to betray him at an opportune time. On the first day of the unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb was being sacrificed, his disciples said to him, Where do you want us to go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say to the owner of the house, The teacher says, Where is my guest room, in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he himself will show you a large upstairs room, furnished and ready. Prepare for us there. The disciples left and came to the city, and found everything just as he had told them and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with the twelve, and as they were reclining at the table and eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, that one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be grieved, and said to him one by one, Surely not I. But he said to them, It is one of the twelve, the one who dips bread with me in the bowl. For the Son of Man is going away just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. While they were eating, he took some bread, and after blessing, he broke it, and gave it to them, and said, Take it, this is my body. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is being poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink the fruit of the vine again until that day when I drink it, new, in the kingdom of God. And after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, because it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. But Peter said to him, Even if they all fall away, yet I will not. And Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, that this very night, before a rooster crows twice, you yourself will deny me three times. But Peter repeatedly said, insistently, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And they were all saying the same thing as well. They came to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here until I have prayed. And he took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be very distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved, to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. And he went a little beyond them, and fell to the ground, and began praying that if it were possible, 
the hour might pass by him. And he was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And he came and found them sleeping, and said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch for one hour? Keep watching and praying, so that you will not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away, and prayed, saying the same words. And again he came, and found them sleeping. For their eyes were heavy, and they did not know what to say in reply to him. And he came the third time, and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? That is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let's go. Behold, the one who is betraying me is near. And immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came up, accompanied by a crowd with swords and clubs who were from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now he who was betraying him had given them a signal, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Arrest him, and lead him away under guard. And after coming, Judas immediately went to him, and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. And they laid hands on him, and arrested him. But one of those who stood by drew his sword, and struck the slave of the high priest, and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me? as you would against a man inciting a revolt? Every day I was with you, within the temple grounds, teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has taken place, so that the scriptures will be fulfilled. And his disciples all left him and fled. A young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen sheet over his naked body. And they seized him, but he pulled free of the linen sheet and escaped naked. They led Jesus away to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes gathered together, and Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the officers and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the entire council were trying to obtain testimony against Jesus to put him to death, and they were not finding any, for many people were giving false testimony against him and so their testimonies were not consistent. And then some stood up and began giving false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that was made by hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. And not even in this respect was their testimony consistent. And then the high priest stood up and came forward and questioned Jesus, saying, Do you not offer any answer for what these men are testifying against you? But he kept silent, and did not offer any answer. Again the high priest was questioning him, and said to him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? And Jesus said, I am, and you shall see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power, and coming with the clouds of heaven. Tearing his clothes, the high priest said, What further need do we have of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. How does it seem to you? And they all condemned him as deserving of death. And some began to spit on him, and to blindfold him, 
and to beat him with their fists, and to say to him, Prophesy! Then the officers took custody of him, and slapped him in the face. And while Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the slave women of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him, and said, You were with Jesus the Nazarene as well. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are talking about. And he went out onto the porch. The slave woman saw him, and began to say once more to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. And after a little while, the bystanders were again saying to Peter, You really are one of them, for you are a Galilean as well. But he began to curse himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately a rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had made the remark to him, Before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he hurried on and began to weep. Romans 7 Or do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has jurisdiction over a person as long as he lives? For the married woman is bound by law to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law concerning the husband. So then, if while her husband is alive, she gives herself to another man, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law, so that she is not an adulteress if she gives herself to another man. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you also were put to death in regard to the law through the body of Christ, so that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For while we were in the flesh, the sinful passions, which were brought to light by the law, were at work in the parts of our body to bear fruit for death. But now we have been released from the law, having died to that by which we were bound, so that we serve in newness of the spirit and not in oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Far from it. On the contrary, I would not have come to know sin except through the law, for I would not have known about coveting if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, taking an opportunity through the commandment, produced in me coveting of every kind. For apart from the law, sin is dead. I was once alive apart from the law. But when the commandment came, sin came to life, and I died. And this commandment, which was to result in life, proved to result in death for me. For sin taking an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me, and through it, killed me. So then, the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, and righteous, and good. Therefore, did that which is good become a cause of death for me? Far from it. Rather, it was sin, in order that it might be shown to be sin by bringing about my death through that which is good, so that through the commandment, sin would become utterly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am fleshly, sold into bondage to sin, for I do not understand what I am doing. 
for I am not practicing what I want to do, but I do the very thing that I hate. However, if I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, that the law is good. But now, no longer am I the one doing it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that good does not dwell in me, that is, in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want, I do not do. But I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I do the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then the principle that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully agree with the law of God in the inner person, but I see a different law in the parts of my body waging war against the law of my mind, and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, the law which is in my body's parts. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, on the one hand, I myself with my mind am serving the law of God, but on the other, with my flesh, the law of sin. Proverbs fifteen twelve through 22 A scoffer does not love the one who rebukes him. He will not go to the wise. A joyful heart makes a cheerful face. But when the heart is sad, the spirit is broken. The mind of the intelligent seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. All the days of the needy are bad, but a cheerful heart has a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and turmoil with the treasure. Better is a portion of vegetables where there is love than a fattened ox served with hatred. A hot-tempered person stirs up strife, but the slow to anger calms a dispute. The way of the lazy one is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. Foolishness is joy to one who lacks sense, but a person of understanding walks straight. Without consultation, plans are frustrated, but with many counselors they succeed. Psalm 33, 1 through 12. Sing for joy in the Lord, you righteous ones. Praise is becoming to the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with a lyre. Sing praises to him with a harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right. And all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all their lights. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He puts the depths in his storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. 
For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord nullifies the plan of nations. He frustrates the plans of people. The plan of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people he has chosen for his own inheritance.